from the Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Sit down and listen to this. I got a juicy piece of news, and it's reliable. Allen and Accounting got it from Stephen and Promotions, who got it from Cindy and Retail Sales, who got it from Arlene, the station manager's secretary, that the station is definitely way over budget and somebody's getting the axe. But don't tell anybody I was sworn to secrecy. Okay, that's from Frazier. That's Roz, obviously. Now, you may that may be a problem in your life that somebody that you tell your private information to is leaking it all over the place. And when you find that out, don't be a fool. Don't tell yourself, well, maybe this time the person will keep my confidence because I really like talking to this people, this person. People who gossip are very good listeners because they listen with an intent to get the juicy information. Now, there are also people who are good listeners who would never gossip. So you need to pick your friends, obviously. Right before the break, I talked about, I was actually addressing a very sad situation, a woman who wants to end her life. But the good news is there's tremendous help out there. She can go to a website, the Academy of CT, CognitiveTherapy.org, and see if you can find a therapist, a cognitive therapist in your area. I had mentioned the book that's on my website, Choosing to live. Um, that's, that's tremendous. I also said that from my favorite book, Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, uh, one of the heroes has to, he's like a secret agent. He has to go around and he's undercover all the time and his life is always at risk. So you think of the people who are in the military now who are putting their lives out, always at risk. And one person's asking him, you know, how can you do this? How can your wife do this? How can she live through 11 months of this sort of torture, thinking at any moment you might be killed or maimed or who knows what? And he, this is his answer. This is a quote from the book. He was smiling. But she saw the enormous solemnity of that which he and his wife had needed to earn their right to this kind of smile. Quote, she can live through it, Miss Taggart, because we do not hold the belief that this earth is a realm of misery where man is doomed to destruction. We do not think that tragedy is our natural fate, and we do not live in chronic dread of disaster. We do not expect disaster until we have specific reason to expect it, and when we encounter it, we are free to fight it. It is not happiness, but suffering that we consider unnatural. It is not success, but calamity that we regard as the abnormal exception in human life. So even during, that's unquote, so, and that's by Ayn Rand, even during your worst moments in your life, you want to look at them not through the lens of what's the use, why bother, I might as well give up, I'll never be happy in life. But you want to look through, um, look at them through the lens that Ayn Rand had, the lens of saying, and again, she, you don't know this, but she came from Soviet Russia, she, she escaped there. So you want to be able to say, even when times are really bad, I am going to fight for my future. I am never going to let that down, let myself down. I, my life is way too precious to ever waste. I want to see how to solve my problems. And there's where you can get some help for yourself. So hope that helps you out. And I'd love to hear back from you and see how that goes. Uh, this is uh, the situation I talked about with the guy is getting abusive with his wife. He works in a family business. Um, see if this resonates with any situations in your life or maybe it hits the target. Dear Dr. Kenner, I live with my husband, Alan, and my one-year-old, 
and my in-laws. Almost every day there are arguments or fights in our home and my husband gets very abusive verbally with everyone and sometimes verbally abusive with me and physically, excuse me, physically abusive with me. He's running a family business in partnership with his brother and they do not get along. Because of this, he takes out all of his anger and frustration on us at home. He works from nine to two. So figure that out. He's home a lot from two o'clock till 12 at night. When he's home, when he comes home, our one-year-old tries to run to him, but he rejects him. Okay, so as a one-year-old, what conclusions are you going to draw about daddy? or about yourself. I'm unlovable. He never gives me attention. I am very upset with the, his behavior. His parents tell him to treat us better, but he doesn't understand. What should I do? Mandy. Mandy, I think he understands quite well. I don't think that he has an out here. I think that he needs to sit back and be totally honest with himself. Meaning, if he he's angry, that's the main emotion, so that means that he's experiencing things as not fair, not fair with that grit in his teeth, that bite in his teeth. So why is he so angry? Why is he, he's obviously displacing his anger on you and the son, uh, maybe not so much on his parents, but he's very angry. Well, let's think that possibly he's in a job, the family business that he didn't like. Maybe his parents, he felt duty-bound duty to get into that business, but really wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or an ar landscape architect. Maybe there was something else he wanted to do with his life, so he feels terribly resentful walking into work each day, angry with his parents, and there's no escape. He's at work in a job he doesn't like. He comes home and he has to be with the parents that supposedly did him a very nice favor, but he doesn't love the job. He feels resentful but he feels like he should be thankful to them and he's just massively confused but angry it comes out as angry and he has no t private time for himself and he's got no time for you and his son and he still has a sibling rivalry that from childhood that goes on every day at work he doesn't enjoy the job now it could be that he loves the job or it could be that he's a bulldozer he's just a mean envious person who wants to run roughshod over people but whatever is generating his anger that is his peace that he needs to deal with but you cannot force another pe person to deal with their peace what you can do is try to find some peace for yourself which means you can set the boundaries you want to arm yourself with assertiveness skills the ability to speak your own mind clearly re resolutely and and not to just say oh yes whatever you want honey not to live in fear of him he's definitely showing signs of abuse and those are you know the hitting the ver you don't have to go much deeper than that verbally attacking you you might feel that he controls you tells you what to do during the day and if you don't he gets even angrier you're not having a life you can divorce this guy you can separate you can leave but first go to a counselor because you want to think this through clearly if he can resolve his issues and make amends to you and maybe make some major decisions you know, if the family business isn't working, he may need to move on. Um, then he can do that. But the the bottom line is that you want to 
Um, deal with the safety issues first. He should never touch you. You may need to report that or at least get to a therapist ASAP so that he his hand is slapped. He gets fearful that he'll be thrown in jail if there's a, a restraining order or something on him uh, for doing that. He may even need to leave the house if it's too violent, but it doesn't sound like it's that way. But the chronicity is pretty bad. Um, and then maybe you could all go in for family therapy too. So I hope that helps you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. And in the last minute here, here's there's one guy who says that, asked me the question, can you help me realize that jobs come and go and that all will be well? He's having a problem with his supervisor. HR is involved. He wants to leave and go to nursing school since it will give him more financial stability. And he loves it. He's always wanted to go into nursing. Um, it's, he said the pressure of the work situation is hard on his family life. He feels unhappy and unappreciated at work. Well, if you don't like the career you're in, even if you were happy and even if you were appreciated at work, it doesn't mean that you would be happy. Yes, you need to think long range. You need to plan. But yes, you can leave that career. Work with your wife if you're married or family if you're living with family to see if there's a way to financially manage or to pull back on what you spend so that you can put yourself back through school, maybe take out some loans for yourself. Um, and then realize that you, you answered your own question. Jobs do come and go, but don't make it a personal don't personalize what they said unless you earned it. If you did not earn it, if it's a supervisor's problem, leave it with him when you leave the job. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. And when we come back, uh, your calls and questions. And also, we'll hear from Bob. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by psychologist Drs. Kenner and Locke. Usually, when your partner's words contradict actions, the words are more alluring than the actions. But sometimes the actions, which represent the person's subconscious philosophy, are more admirable than the words. Consider a man who has good character and acts in ways that he shows he values his partner, but who fears putting his feelings into words and comes out with inappropriate humor or passionless chatter. This, of course, is a psychological flaw needing correction, but the problem is is not with the man's basic values. Rather, the problem is his not knowing how to express his feelings verbally and the fear and awkwardness that result. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.